welcome to There Are Four Hosts. As always, there are four hosts. Uh, I'm Sabrina. You can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at VoidCatGaming. And I'm very happy to tell you that one of us is back, Jay. Hey. Welcome back. Thank you very much. Uh, hey, this is uh, at Just Average Jay on all socials. I apologize for missing the last couple episodes. I uh, had a bit of a medical thing going on. And uh, as you can hear, my voice still isn't 100%. But... I couldn't wait to come back to the podcast, so thank you very much for having me back. And we could not <laughs> wait to have you back, believe me. Yes, we're very excited you're back. Um, and I'm uh, Michael. You can find me at Blue Beetle Games. Keith. All right. Oh, yeah, and then I'm Keith. Uh, I usually, like, the host says, and what about Keith? Anyway, it's my bad. I'm Keith. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Keith Hayward. All righty, so... Um, uh, as you guys could tell from the intro, uh, I'm in charge of this episode again, so uh, so sorry, everyone. <laughs> but uh, here we are. So let's start. Uh, Keith, I know you wanted to do, like, bad first and then good and then, like, mixed feelings, but I actually kind of want to try you. my own thing. That's cool Go. with you. Oh, um, yeah. We're going to talk about specific parts of the episode instead, so we can kind of, like, mix all the good and bad together. But before we do that, overall impressions, uh, Michael? Uh, I liked it a lot. Um, of course, that's probably no surprise to you guys, but uh, I liked it. I, I'm surprised it's only been three episodes in. It seems like we've had a lot more. They've crammed a lot into three episodes, so I enjoyed it overall. Yeah, they sure, uh, they sure have. Jay, how do you feel? Uh, overall, I actually really like the show. Um, I'm really excited Yay, to see Jay. where it's going. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited to see where it's going. <clears throat> Excuse me. I will admit. But this episode. Yeah, yes. I will admit that this episode was my least favorite, episode three, um, which we can get into. Um later <laughs> okay yeah we I, i'm sure we'll cover it keith um i actually like this episode this is my favorite of the three um oh. yeah i'm i'm still like not sure how i am about the full show but it's more of like a thing that uh made me less frustrated about star wars where you go to yourself you look at it and you just like know yourself this isn't star wars it's not uh you let it go like all these things that don't make sense is because it's not what you remember Star Wars was. And for this, like, I'd be very upset with a lot of things, but it's time to, I had to let it go. Cause like, they are completely and utterly not trying to do Star Trek the way I liked it. And what they're doing now with Star Trek kind of being firefly -y, all right, mm -hmm. go for what you guys want to try and I'll let go of what I want and try to get with this. And like, I did kind of enjoy the interaction between characters, the buildups and, mm -hmm the overall feel of this kind of Star Trek. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there. I think it's going to be troubling for me to continue trying to watch Star Trek Picard without thinking of it as kind of like an alternate universe because so many of the things that were intrinsic to Star Trek for me, uh, like the things that were intrinsic to Star Wars for you, are not resonating so much mm -hmm. in this series. Um, again, I understand why they're doing it because they're trying to reflect the, like, what happened to my country that people in America are kind of feeling right now. Yeah. But um, what happened to my Star Trek, you know? So um, I'm going to try going forward to consider Star Trek Picard as being kind of like an alternate universe nemesis style Picard rather than TNG Picard. Uh, we'll see how that affects my feelings in the future. But uh, excellent. All right. So let's talk about the episode specifics. Uh, so the episode started once again with um, the thing that happened on Mars and then transitioned into the 14 years ago reaction of the then Admiral Picard. 
before we say anything else about the scene, I just want to compliment once again the uniform division. Yeah. Um, yeah. I honestly nice. like these 14 years ago even more than the current ones. Same. That like back shot was gorgeous. Yeah. So the uniforms uniform are team, you were doing a great job. Absolutely. That gold uh, band, yeah, the gold one. band on like uh, uh, Picard's beautiful. uniform. Fuck. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. That being said. I feel that we've had three episodes, and all three episodes have started with the Mars thing. First with Picard's, like, dream of it, then with what actually happened, and then again with what happened. Uh, I didn't mind in the first two episodes because it was, like, Picard's version versus the real version. But this third version didn't give us any new information, and I'm just kind of done with starting episodes the same way. (laughs) How do you feel about it? I think they're going to be like, hey, we spent so much money on this scene. Um, You're going to watch it again. And again, if you have to. <laughs> and also, I guess it, it keeps us framed. Like, the whole thing of why we're back in this kind of world is because of that incident, and it needs to keep coming up. Mm. I think it's intrinsic in the storyline, though. Yeah. Uh, Michael, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I don't think they need to keep bringing it up. I mean, it was, I mean, it was a cool scene, but, yeah, they just, unless they're adding new info, every time they show it, they don't need to bring it up again, I don't think. Mm. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think um, we're already so limited with just ten episode, you know, seasons, yeah. and they're all forty five yeah. minutes. I know. I so I it's like, it. you know, I would love it if if they would take out the repeat stuff and just keep the story moving. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, like, I was gonna say like when what uh, Jay said. It, I keep on waiting for uh, the moment where this there's a payoff for this like each time we see it like maybe there's like a hint of something we didn't notice before and that's why they're doing it if you know they want to do a cool story but they were just like all scenes from the previous episode scene weren't mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. yeah i don't yeah, think we were. actually got I think any so, yeah. information there i just keep looking for it just in case maybe that's why they're doing it. but i think they're just doing it for the lower lower rent reason of we spent mm-hmm. a lot of money on this scene <laughs> yeah yikes uh okay so i guess we weren't <laughs> None of us were actually pleased with that opening. Um, So while we're talking about that scene, um, that was 14 years ago, and that's when we saw the end of his career, but also the end of... um, I'm so sorry, I forgot her name. Rafi. Uh, Rafi. Rafi. Yeah, Yeah, that is Rafi. Okay. Um, uh, Rafi's career. What's the name of the pilot? Write that down. Rios. Captain Rios. Rios. Okay, that's why I was like, I thought Rafi was him. They're both four-letter R names. And I remember people's names by how many letters there are and what letter they start with. So they're really nice with me. Okay, Rafi. Um, ooh, then, yeah, Keith, I see why you wanted to talk about Rafi. Uh, yeah, so, since she was in that scene, let's talk about Rafi. Um, I'm not going to go first this time. Keith? <laughs> uh, let's see, Rafi, I was, I was, I'm not totally sure what how I felt, but I think it was okay. Like, in this wor- version of Star Trek... Um, you do need to have some resistance to the call to, to the adventure. And mm-hmm. then she got to do some like acting. So instead of like doing what, you know, any normal person would do, Picard wants me to go to space with him. Holy crap, let me go. I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make <laughs> but like, you know, she needs to like do some acting. She needs to uh, flesh out her character and show some emotions. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, like that's what actors, I guess you guys like to do. So I, I was okay with her tortured self, except for, let me see, my note that I put down here that I'm forgetting that I may bring up later. Oh, I think, no, it's, it's what, uh, Sabrina, it's what you said about her lifestyle that made me go, oh, yeah, that's not happening in Star and Federation oh, Earth anymore. Yeah, can I cut in with that? 
Yes, please. Okay, the thing that Keith is referring to is a, uh, a thing that is really bothering me, which is why I definitely have to think of this as an alternate universe. Um, I, I know that we've kind of been like, Gene Roddenberry's vision was too perfect and it bored the actors in TNG. All right, I get that them having arguments with each other is like a little unrealistic. But I'm still... The core of it was that we were a utopia that was post-scarcity. We all took care of ourselves. We didn't need money anymore. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, having a scene that's like, you're rich and I'm poor doesn't make sense in that post-scarcity world. So I guess we've just gotten rid of that altogether. Mm-hmm. And I'm very upset by that because, again, Star Trek, when I was growing up, was kind of like my vision of the world seems hard and harsh now, but we can evolve into something beautiful. Amen. Uh, where we all take care of each other, and them taking that away from Star Trek really hurts me. Oh. I 100% right. agree. I actually... Amen but, uh, <clears throat> Raffi's character... Yeah, yeah so, go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's it. Uh, and the fact that they were like, and she's a stoner because she can't deal with her life <laughs> made me, like, extra sad. <sighs> I was, but yeah, yeah, okay. I was just gonna say... Emotions, r- acting. Yeah, Raffi, so, big shock to everyone, but uh, Raffi is probably my least favorite of the show so far. And I actually wasn't that impressed with her yeah, acting either. Um, I, there's, so first off, all right, <laughs> let me just, I'm back, I'm jumping in. All right, first <laughs> off, um, don't call him JL. Oof. Oh, <laughs> yeah, God, yeah, 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 that was weird, that, that was weird. That me so much. It's like, no, he's the fucking captain. You're going to receive, like, I don't care how casual you are off hours, like, you're at Starfleet headquarters, like, he's like oh yeah 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 she was on duty like like he yeah like don't call him jl i don't i didn't like that although although technically he had been relieved of duty so he was no longer a starfleet officer yeah but she didn't know but he hadn't told her that that's true but i'm just saying like that like john luke picard is a badass he is the epitome of the captain like he is the Mm -hmm. captain um he does what's right and, and and whether that's against Starfleet or not, which is one thing I love about this show, um, but he's always done that. But the thing is, he's also yeah. commanded a certain amount of respect. And when you start taking away the, um, I can't think of the word, but when you start making it more casual, that takes away mm-hmm. from that respect feeling. You know what I'm saying? So Definitely. the JL thing I didn't like um, at all, actually. And yeah, it's yeah. like at the end of TNG, they were all close friends, but they still you know, called him Captain or Picard. The only person exactly. who really didn't was Bev, and still she called him Jean-Luc. And, yeah. like, she almost, they almost, you know, got together. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I mean, I do have, they did get they together did get if married. you follow some of the timelines. Like, exactly, yeah. yeah. And, and, and uh, all good things, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Can I say Michael? something to the jail thing? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, specifically on the jail thing, I also winced, and I was like, oh, each time. But then it made me think about, like, um the expanse of his life and how he grew and changed. So like there's a interesting thing where uh, the enterprise D like it felt like it was a lifetime to us. Like we spent so much time there and like it was incredible, Mm -hmm. but he actually only spent seven years on the enterprise D where he spent 22 years on the stargazer. So that Mm -hmm. he's been changing throughout time. So like in the stargazer, Mm -hmm. he spent 22 years. He was like a pilot first and then he became a captain. And then I can imagine that he did grow into the top of his game at the Enterprise D and became the captain that we know. But then at the end of that series, he did become more of a, maybe I should become friends with my team. And then on his next ship with the Verity, with her, I can see that he might evolve as a person and with his relationships. So Mm. I don't like it if, I I would slap a person if if they did it in TNG. 
But <laughs> like, <laughs> no, they'll never. But maybe the relationship is different. Yeah. Off yeah. my I like ship. That Keith, but yeah. but yeah, now he's evolved. I can see that, and it made me interested in like. So what was the dynamic of his next starship? Like, what was that team? And then it's like uh, another thing that like people complain about in Star Wars, like all this like flashback stuff. Man, it looks like something really interesting happened back then. I wish that was the TV series or the movie. And mm. you know, her, him being a different captain on a different starship with a new number one that's totally different. That sounds so interesting. So yeah, that's that's my balance of the JL. But like, okay. yeah, I get why you guys don't like it. But it's possible to <laughs> yeah. evolved, and I, you would never do that on the Enterprise D. Okay, fair enough. No, Michael, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I haven't heard from you yet about this yeah. one. Uh, I've been quiet. Um, I didn't dislike Raffi or mind her as much as the rest of you guys. I mean, I didn't. She wasn't my favorite character, but uh, as far as the, the utopia, you know, of the future and Gene Roddenberry's vision, I mean, I guess I never had that that feeling like Sabrina, you did, you know, when when you were growing mm-hmm. up about it. So I don't have that emotional attachment. So my my thought was very it was very like it was kind of just like well even if the, you reach a utopia it doesn't mean it's always going to stay that way and there's going to be some some it's not going to be I don't know I feel like it could not be perfect even though it's what the utopia is supposed to be but um, I feel like there could be people that have fallen through the cracks or, or whatnot so I didn't yeah mind. but I feel like go ahead sorry I feel like the people who fall through the cracks are usually like colonists not people who are mm-hmm. on the capital planet. True. Um, yeah, and maybe we'll get more of her backstory later, but um, no, so I guess especially, I especially because she's ex Starfleet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She shouldn't fall that far. Unless, I mean, unless she chose to, to, to distance herself okay. from it. But, and that the, okay. they had the idea that she was fired because Picard was fired was weird. Yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. That, I wrote that down too. That seemed kind of weird. I hope we get more info on that because that just seemed kind of. I mean, unless they did something improper, I don't think she should get fired. Mm-hmm. But that's just. Yeah, me. I feel like, like that's another thing that was for the plot yeah yeah Yeah. to make her disenfranchised in sci-fi books there's like a fluctuation of humanity where we like become freaking awesome then like we go through dark periods of sucking until Mm -hmm. we become awesome again so like while i grit my teeth i go maybe that's what's happening here i don't (laughs) want it to happen but like i can see that's what they're trying to go for and also in discovery i'm pretty sure the story thousand years of future is like eventually the federation does fall and they got to rebuild it yeah. Um, oh, uh, while we're talking about thousand-year timelines, just like a little uh, thing on the side that I saw somebody mention online. Uh, so the Tal Shiar are secret, and they're keeping the secret of the Zatvash, but the secret of the Zatvash is millennia old. So was that before or after the Romulans left Vulcan? Maybe. Maybe mm. this is a shared history. Ooh. I don't think that's related to the episodes that are going on right now, but just while we're talking about timeline. Well, I don't know, because Commodore O is Vulcan, so maybe it does go back to the shared timeline, you know? Yeah, see? Yeah. And she also uh, fell in love with the Karate Kid once, so that's pretty cool. <laughs> yes. Squeeze! I saw she did. That. <laughs> um, I love that we're all giant nerds, and we're all like, oh, she was in this, oh, she was in this. Uh, <laughs> beautiful. All right, so uh, anybody else have any thoughts about Rafi? Mm-hmm. Um, I do like her. Uh, I I mm-hmm. I like I liked the performance, but I didn't think it was a great performance. Like, so I saw her acting, um, and giving it her all. I didn't think that she did the greatest job in the world, but I saw that she was trying. And ah, that's, that's yeah. what kind yeah. of balanced it out for me. You saw her acting. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's that's the issue for me. There are moments yes, where it was like you like you rehearsed those physical movements. Oh, yeah. You rehearsed when you were gonna look away. You shouldn't. Yeah. 
that's not yeah okay that is a form of acting i admit it it's just not the one that i like um, i think i have to chime in and say um it's it, it's a little bit disconcerting that vaping still exists uh in the future <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cut loose. Maybe that could be medicine hey, or something. Yeah, you don't right. know. And She's now... growing her own herbs, and they make her paranoid. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Right. She has a prescription right. for she that. Did say that, didn't she? So uh, um, now we'll follow Rafi along to her next step. Let's talk about uh, Rios and uh, that ship. Okay, not the ship yet. Not the ship yet. Hold on. Hold your horses, Keith. Let's talk about. Okay. Let's talk about Rios first. Um, I'm just going to cut in with the thing I found interesting. So um, this ship that Picard is putting together has him, ex-Starfleet, Rafi, ex-Starfleet, Rios, ex-Starfleet, and uh, Agnes, who is, I, I think is still Starfleet, but she's like a science division. <laughs> um, so I find it interesting that they're building this. Um, this is the Federation now. It's not so great. And everybody that's cool left 10 years ago-ish because <laughs> of the, the Mars thing. Yeah. So they're definitely setting up uh, like... Again, the what happened to my country kind of thing. Um, I'm just not sure that Star Wars is the place... That, Star Trek, sorry. I'm just not sure Star Trek is the place I would have done that, but whatever. Um, it's a story that needs to be told. So how do you feel about Rios, Jay? You know, I so far he seems kind of like a badass. I like him. Um, mm -hmm. I still... It, it's, it's kind of that whole utopia thing. I mean, just to see him with a cigar irks me just because <laughs> well because it's like it's the whole vaping thing it's the whole cigar thing i mean i get it like there's still wine there's still alcohol so of course there's probably still tobacco but it's just yeah. something i've not really seen so at first i was like whoa wait a minute okay you know arnold schwarzenegger but then i'm like all right whatever yeah. um <laughs> it kind of feels like star trek is absorbing other sci-fi stuff when i'm like Firefly. oh but you were the premiere yeah. one you're the one who like um, to steal words from somebody else who talks about video games, as in, like, there's prime video games, like, Assassin's Creed was the first one to introduce, like, climbing on stuff the way you did, and then, like, Uncharted and Tomb Raider and stuff copied yeah. it. Star Trek is a prime show. Yeah. It's the one that created that world that other worlds, like, tried to kind of take from. Yeah. So it doesn't need to take from other sci-fi shows, in my opinion. Agreed. Mm -hmm. But, um... But, I, but at, the, at, at the end of it, I do like him. He's He seems like, you know, he's, he's the the you know um the han solo you know what's funny is i was gonna say that but i wasn't sure <laughs> like i i was i wasn't trying to cross that line but he kind of is he's like the tough guy the... well we are we were just talking about how it's taken from yeah, sci-fi so yeah, don't worry I about know. it yeah. um but yeah it's like Malcolm Reynolds. You know, all we need is Malcolm Reynolds, chewy yeah. chewy in the you know in the co-pilot seat <laughs> and, and we're switched completely over um what do you mean uh, chewy he has an enh that looks exactly like him for that do you think he has a whole crew of holograms? Like, it's him and just, like, That's a, a bunch of other up. hands. That is pretty funny. That'd be an awesome TV show. <laughs> they all look like him. He distrusts everyone so much, he's like, screw it, well, I'm going to start my own crew, and it's going to be me, and hologram me, and hologram me, and hologram me, and hologram me. Did you notice that there was the E-M-H and the E-N-H? And the E-N-H. Yeah, yeah, so he has, like... No, mm -hmm. so, I yeah. didn't notice this that. This is interesting. Uh, but, I mean, he seems, he seems like, a, like a tough guy, but he also, you know... The whole speech when he was like, "Oh, oh, oh she told me that you're a speech giver," um, you know, when when uh -huh. he uh, when he was like breaking him down, like, "Oh, you're Starfleet to the core." Um, it's it's one of those things where it's like, okay, like I get it. That's pushing the story forward, and they're trying to kind of like make him um, redeemable, I guess. Mm -hmm. I guess. Um, but still, you know, I'm I'm curious about him. I liked his character. I liked his acting. Um, you know, I'm I'm curious to see 
where it's going. And and same thing. I'm kind of mm -hmm. curious. I wish we knew a little bit more about his past. Um, I wish that they let us discover his past instead of having the AMH and the ENH tell us. Yeah. That he quit. Um, <laughs> I feel like they could have done that differently. But I did not notice the two holograms. Or is one a nurse and one a doctor? Or is no, the... ENH stands for Emergency Navigation. Yeah, yeah Navigation. Hologram. Oh, holy crap. Yeah. Um, so the one bugging him about his injury was medical, and the one bugging him about navigation was the navigation one. Cool. Um, Keith, how do you feel um, about it? Uh, so I think... Uh, so we, we're, um, we're an alternate Star Trek, so sure. I guess I like him. Uh, he's Malcolm Reynolds. Uh, he's the rapscallion that <laughs> everyone likes to have in their show. And um, my, my first note on him is that Rio seems to really enjoy acting. Like, he's all in on all three of his characters. Yeah, and Having, fun. like, yeah. wild fun, it seems. Uh, his Doctor version, to me, seems like he's auditioning for Doctor Who. Like, mm. he straight up looked like he was <laughs> potentially uh, the Doctor himself. Uh so yeah, I noticed that, and yeah, I I I think I like him. He's 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 a little too straightforward, and once again, I think the biggest problem is that like no one comes to Star Trek for this. Uh, it's like you go to other places for your space cowboy, and here mm. I miss my my smart science astronauts. Yeah. But you know, if this is what we got, uh, he is having fun, and I think he could be a fun character. Mm-hmm. Uh, y yeah, Keith, uh, you know this about me, but I used to say that Star Trek was the show that I watched when I wanted something, like, cerebral and moral, and Star Wars was the movie that I watched when I wanted some action-adventure. Yeah. But I feel like this Star Trek is now the action-adventure, like, nemesis action Picard. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm a little disappointed about that, but I mean, like, okay, so people who want action-adventure Star Trek can watch this and Discovery and uh, <laughs> Voyager sometimes. And um, if, if I want cerebral. my old, soft, cerebral Star Trek, I can just watch TOS and TNG. And yes, yes, or, I know, I know, the Orville, I got it. I got it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to say it. It's it's so Star Trek, it's crazy. Like, I, I just want to get this on my uh, off my chest, too. Like, So I think what I'm experiencing lately in fiction is what happened to me in comic books, where like I got into um, Wolverine and X-Men, and like I was having a great time until they changed the writer and the artist. All of a sudden, it turned into something uglier and like uncomfortable. And it turned out that it wasn't like the brand name that I was enjoying. It was like the creative teams that I need to follow instead. Mm -hmm. So, where Star Wars stopped doing normal Star Wars to get something genuine, fun, expansive sci-fi, I had to enlist in the Stargate program. Mm -hmm. And now that I'm not getting uh, I'm so Star glad Trek, you're here. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Uh, and then now that I'm not getting Star Trek anymore, um, Seth MacFarlane is belting it out of the park by like cribbing hard from TNG but not mm -hmm. he's definitely TNG specific yeah he's not yeah. cribbing he's not he's not insulting it he's not making fun of it he loves it it's the same show and you just get all the things you miss and yeah you just, unfortunately sometimes you have to let go of the brand name and go where mm -hmm. the creators are that's kind of like the Star Trek continues being so TOS I feel like or fellow so TNG I'm not saying mm -hmm. it's a bad thing definitely mm -hmm. um did I already ask all three of you about Rios? No. Not me. Michael? <laughs> no. Um, no, I got a very Malcolm Reynolds vibe, uh, which I didn't really mind. Um, yeah, I know, like, Picard is definitely not, you know, my old TNG Trek that I love, but um, 
to me it just it's kind nemesis of nemesis picard it's fine it's fine uh it's better than nemesis but i mean yes but yeah uh, by, it's by kind a of long weird shot. between them yeah yeah but um i don't know i kind of see it as a natural progression of of picard his character i mean mm-hmm. it, it doesn't seem like I'm, I'm not watching it and being like whoa who is this guy and i i see picard in him so i don't know i i don't mind the whole um actiony you know tng mm-hmm. kind of vibe but i don't know I'm, I'm looking forward to see where they're taking it nice um yeah, uh, my feelings about Rios are, uh, I agree with you, Keith. I think he's having a lot of fun, and I actually, uh, I love his acting. It, it genuinely feels like he's arguing with himself, which is particularly <laughs> difficult when you're not actually talking to another actor in the room. Um, mm-hmm. I think it says something bizarre about his character that he wants all of his holograms to look like him, and I'm yeah. very curious <laughs> to find out specifically why that is. Um, I'm curious about his relationship with Rafi, which also makes me curious about that. Uh, what's the name of it? Free Cloud. The, yeah. Well, that's the that's place where, going. Yeah. Free Cloud. Free Cloud. Yeah. <laughs> which is an interesting. Uh, she wants name. to go there. Yeah. Oh. It feels okay. like a. It feels like a. Um. Like um. Last destination. Black market type plan. Honestly, to me, oh. you know? it feels like it feels like a damn cyber cafe. Like it's like, yeah. it's like yeah, 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 free yeah. internet. That's what free I mean. internet, free cloud, free internet. <laughs> yeah, free cloud is like come here where you can do all the sketchy stuff on the internet. Your mom told you not to do uh, dark web. Um, okay, um, so while we're going through the crew of the ship, um, I'm just gonna throw in there because you know I have to that Agnes is adorable. <laughs> yeah, she, um, is. she is. But also, um, and we're gonna talk about the fight scene later. But uh, I quite like her development so far, even if she's very little of it. Like all of her actions make sense to yeah. me, and she's the one who feels the most Star Trek to me. Like she's genuinely optimistic and excited about the world. And uh, yeah, yeah. Um, she was just really cute on that ship. Yeah, she was. Uh, Keith. This question yeah. is specifically for you. As now I that we have, gun. now that we have seen the inside of the ship, how do you feel? Very Mass Effecty. Um, okay. Yeah. I it's called the La Serena, which is the siren. Which I was not sure if they were trying to be cute about sounding like Serenity. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the ship's pretty. The ship's really really pretty. Um, it's red, white, and blue, which are like uh, not for not for patriotic reasons but i do love the color combination in my characters and spaceships it's in a lot of flags yeah it's it's um it's a great hero ship it's a bit generic for star trek uh Mm. i i I, we just say how we feel about it and so yeah once again going back to that thing we always keep bringing it up it's not it's not a star trek ship it looks like it's from mass effect and like i would take it it looks awesome and it's just kind of weird seeing like this kind of kick-ass spaceship just hanging in orbit above earth where where is the starfleet fleet and Mm. like they can like just randomly beam up and down and nobody says anything it seems like that should be like a little more regulated and watched out for and maybe Mm -hmm. even a security risk Mm -hmm. Um, especially since he's like undocumented and the ship's undocumented so you're like how how do you have such easy access i was thinking the same thing what are you guys talking about the tall shiar showed up at picard's house there's clearly no (laughs) safety measures on earth at all right yeah, Come every time now. they every time they do that, um, and like they start having shootouts in inside places. I know it's not a Starfleet ship, so maybe it doesn't apply here. But mm-hmm. I get that I get a memory of um, Undiscovered Country, 
where mm-hmm. part of the mystery was you can't draw a gun in, in Federation territory or you in a starship. That's what yeah. they're saying. I'm I'm bridging it too much, but like that people can have wild shootouts on Earth in Federation territory and like people not like the whole planet doesn't lose their shit. You're just mm-hmm. kinda like Okay, okay, let it go, let it go. You're you're in a different kind of starship <laughs> where shootouts do happen and no there's no sensors in like his chateau, even though he's, you know, former Admiral. Anyway, but yeah, um, they're a little. They're playing a little loosey goosey with that starship. It's beautiful, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, it's uh, it, not Star Trek. It certainly feels like in the last twelve years, at some point, Picard kind of like accidentally made his way into like a slightly alternate universe. Like he landed in JJ's Trek, and he's like, "Oh, well, I guess I'll just keep going and see what I can do to make this My world closer to the one I used to inhabit." On uh, franchise okay. standards, it's exactly what we're doing right now. Mm, like, they... I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because um, otherwise we're just going to get into like production and stuff. I got to say, I know uh, you guys probably already talked about this in the previous episodes, but um, maybe we yeah, didn't. But uh, I think it's pretty awesome that two former Tal Shiar members like respect him so much for trying so hard that they chose to stay with oh, him. Oh, yeah. That they chose to. Yeah, you missed yeah, it. That they chose to stay with him. I've been talking. Yeah. I've been talking nonstop about how I secretly believe they're a thruple, and I'm angry at the show for not allowing. <laughs> I think this I may to have seen a canon. post on Facebook regarding that. Yeah, <laughs> maybe Discord. Maybe one where maybe. Keith was like, "Thanks, Sabrina. Now I can't. S- I have to see it everywhere." <laughs> Every time they're next to each other, I'm like, you know, at night, you know, they're probably, you know, probably really nice big bed. Sleeping. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Sleeping. Yeah. But uh, I um. I just I, I think it's so cool. I mean, just that that he and I know that this is past episodes, but just how he was like, no, they're not Romulan lives; they're lives. Like, yeah. I, it just it, that was that's yeah. my Picard. Like, that's my Picard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Definitely. then for them to basically, you know, be like, you're you're with us now. Like, we're we're gonna take care of you. I mean, because he yeah. tried, and that's just it. I mean, there's so much that. I don't know that we don't know about the whole like Romulan fallout with everything, but the fact that oh, I have so yeah, many theories about but that. But the, the fact that they chose to to be with him, I mean, that's it's just amazing. Like that right there, that the first two episodes were just amazing for me, and this third one was mm-hmm. my least favorite. But I still am absolutely mm-hmm. on board for the show. Like I love, I love where it's going. Good, good. I'm honestly disappointed that they stayed on Earth. Um, <laughs> yeah. They should I be on that damn ship. Uh, I'm glad this happened naturally. I didn't even have to like do anything for it. Let's talk about the fight scene. Yeah. How do you feel about the fight scene? Let's start with Michael. I, I thought it was awesome. Um, <laughs> it was. Uh, it really showed what you know those the two um, caretakers, well not caretakers, but the two Tal Shiar, former Tal Shiar could do. Um, it kind of showed why he keeps them around, I guess. Um, Lovers, servants, who knows? <laughs> eh, it's it's all good in the Picard hood. No, that was terrible. Um, uh, no, it was good. <laughs> no, liked it. I, I thought it was good. Um, I loved how uh, what's her name, Agnes, at the yeah. end, kind of got the last shot, um, and how she kind of mm. came in there and you know <laughs> contributed to the whole thing. But uh, yeah, I I thought it was a great fight scene. Maybe it was on stun. <laughs> yeah, uh, you silly girl. Oh, poor Agnes. Jay, what do you think? Uh, you know, actually, yeah, I, I think it was a great fight scene. Um, I think it makes total sense that there are like hidden guns everywhere or hidden phasers everywhere. Yeah. Because um, yeah. From the Telshiar, yeah, yeah, no uh, yeah, kidding. So I mean, yeah, and then um, the the fight scene itself was pretty amazing. You know, the the I mean, just 
visually, cinematography wise, like it was like when um, mm-hmm. I forget her name, but when the woman gets slammed back and breaks the glass with the back of her head, and you see it through the other side yeah, of the glass. Yeah, good shot. I mean, the shots yeah. and the the fight itself was just epic and beautiful and amazing. Um, and then Agnes, you know, shooting and being like, maybe it's unstunned. That was adorable. <laughs> and just her reaction, yeah. like her, she is such a good actress. Her, yeah, she's oh my so gosh, soft. like she's so like you just want to like hug her. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Do. yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. But um, but the one thing that I will say when the guy was tied up, like, come on, when you're if you're Tal Shiar or Jadvash or whatever, if you're if someone's interrogating you, you're not gonna say anything. Like the guy was just like, she's the destroyer. She's this and that. Blah blah yeah. blah. Like, <laughs> dude, come on. Like, even people that aren't in the military know you don't say anything. But Jay, if he doesn't break immediately, even though the only thing they did to him was spray him with water, how is the uh, show going to tell us this information? You know. Uh, yeah, Jay. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. How dare I? I know. Uh, actually, you weren't here for that. Uh, but I did complain in a past episode about how I feel like the show is telling me too much stuff and not letting me figure it out by yeah. myself. Yeah. So um, I had that feeling uh, with that scene. But... <laughs> It did give me all the information I needed to form a fully formed theory, yeah. so we'll hit that at the end of the all episode. Right. Um, Keith, fight scene. Um, well choreographed, well shot. I did cheer when she got her head smashed into that door. That shot was amazing. Uh, yeah. she, it's like we she, love she, her, she, but the shot's great. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Like, um, I like if you're in a fight, if you're one of my heroes on the screen, you gotta take hits and, and be able to take it and, and survive and then rise above. Like. If you don't take any hits, I, I'm going to roll my eyes at the fight. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Uh, she took it, and it was awesome. Yeah. And um, then I'm like, eh, you shouldn't do this in Star Trek. But yeah, let's, let's <laughs> let this go. And then like, um, I like the sound effects. I like the blaster designs. Um, oh, and to be petty for one second about this uh, Tal Shiar couple, Please. I don't like the guy. I don't like his face. Um, <laughs> I'm being weird about it. <laughs> Whoa. Like, this, is, this is not this – is, this is a very – That's his face. Uh, yeah, it's it's just a petty thing, and that doesn't matter, and like should not be held against him or the show. It's it's my own problem. Like for some yeah. reason, when I see him, he looks too freaking pleasant, and it's bothering me. You're like, like go to, go to your yeah. He's so so perfectly pleasant. It just grates hmm. on me. And like he, like go go to a coffee shop or something, and and then like yeah. So just for some reason, like, his look gets on my nerves. But like. I, and there's nothing wrong with him, and there's nothing wrong with the character. This is totally just like my problem. So that's hilarious. That's, that's been just like every time you guys are like, "Oh man, I love these two. I'm just like, "We'll do another episode about She's that." Cool. Keith. <laughs> um. Oh, don't worry. When the show's over, we're gonna keep going. We're gonna have shows to talk about characters. Oh, yeah. We're gonna have shows to talk about like storylines. Oh yeah. We're if you guys think that I'm not gonna write down all the theories that you tell me and then give you a scoreboard of who did the best at the end of the, the series, I mean cool. you're wrong. I'm doing it. Um, why do you think I keep asking you what your theories are? <laughs> I want to win. I love. Uh, I mean, I just uh, want to see what interesting storylines come up with. Sorry. Um, I, I am so glad. I'm so glad that you want to win, but you won't. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, I'm just, just, I'm just you know, yeah. No, I'm, I'm saying that as a friend. <laughs> you're, you're not saying it as a friend. I, I am saying, saying it, as, it a, as a friend. Oh, okay. You're saying it as a friend and and yes. not a combatant. Mm-hmm. No, not I'm a not, combatant. I'm not. I'm, not I'm just that. honest. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, I I agree with you. I thought like about the 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 guns being hidden everywhere, like. 
Do I expect that on Earth? No. Do I expect that in a household with two Tal Shiar members who are yes. protective of Picard? Yes. Um, I think it would have been funny if the Tal Shiar had pulled out the guns and then Picard was like, wait, hold on a <laughs> second. You've been hiding those in my house this whole time? But I, I, fair I, I enough that he would already been... know about them. They reach and they're not there because he doesn't like guns. <laughs> like, I got rid of them. I'm them. sorry. This bad call um, on my part. I like to believe that they were shooting on Kill and he was shooting on Stun. Mm. Um, Speaking of that, actually, how did that one guy survive? Mm-hmm. Did you see which shot was the guy that, that got tied up? No, but maybe we should treat <clears throat> it back. And maybe it turns out exactly that. Picard is shooting that's, on Stun and the rest of them are shooting yep, on Kill. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Oh. I, and, so, I, and I hope yeah. so, frankly. The, the Tal Shiar were using Federation weapons. Well, the, uh, the blue, the blue, blue shots. Yeah, the blue, so the, from what I understand, the Romulan disruptors shot the red. You're right, the red kind of um, pulse. Uh, mm-hmm. The blue ones yeah. were the Federation, were, were Picard's, from what I understand. Cool. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure we can tell if it's killer stun from the color, yeah. though, because, um, I mean, you can see it especially in STO, but Star Trek typically has, like, Federation is going to have blue weapons, Romulans are going to have green weapons, Borg is going to have green weapons, Klingons are going to have yeah. red weapons, you know. So, um, not sure about that. Okay. I thought that that moment with Agnes was wonderful, um, that she shoots him to protect Picard and then, like, cannot handle the fact that she may have killed someone. Um, <laughs> I hope that that comes up more yeah. in the future. And uh, we'll see, as, like, she's the, the avatar of, like, the softness that slowly gets crushed by the world being mean even though that's not what i expect yeah um from something that's centered but they are leaving earth now so i think i'll be a little less frustrated um yeah anything and else we want to say went but... with him there's no reason they shouldn't have gone with him he's like the, yeah. he's like the, they're the muscle they yeah i am i am disappointed that they're not on the ship maybe they will be maybe there's gonna have a storyline on earth i definitely want more of them. Agreed. Um, yeah. Sorry, you don't like the dude, but uh, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't mind more of both that, of them. I guess uh, just like you know, you have to agree that Irish Romulan is dope. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the the the, the, the lady one. I like her a lot. Yes. Oh, and uh, I did say last episode. I thought maybe it was Welsh. You're right. It is Irish. I'm wrong. Oh. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, do any of you have anything else to say about our lovely Talshar couple? No. Um, just that the blaster designs clicked just now in our conversation where I had a spider sense tingle uh, mm-hmm. where like when they were drawing their weapons and I was just like thinking that all the weapons on the screen were Romulan mm-hmm. but I do like that they cared enough to differentiate the weapons and designs mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't think it was uh, I, I didn't think it was funny when she slapped the, the guy in the head and was just like northerners <laughs> you know like just like you you know like I thought that was kind of funny, just because people kind of give her flack for having an Irish accent, even though, like, who, mm-hmm. who, they're aliens, who cares what accent, you yeah. know what I mean? But uh, I do love that she, like, differentiated herself, like, oh, you northerners, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that was funny. And then one last thing would be, I get massively frustrated if like uh you have your main characters they get jumped by car- bad guys with weapons and then the next scene they don't have extra weapons yeah uh like i guess he doesn't need it but i just i was like when that scene was over and they had all those weapons scattered around i was kind of hoping that i'd see picard like you know put one in his jacket because like <laughs> you're gonna need a blaster in space well the tall are after us yeah. let's go yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> All right, so I think we're 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 good on that storyline. So we're gonna head over to that Romulan Borg ship. Uh, they finally answered that question that we had about who was running the things. The Borg are still on the ship. That's why there's Federation and Romulans on it. But it seems the Romulans are running things again with their thing with secrecy. It must have been required of them to allow other species on there because I feel like otherwise they'd be like, haha, the interesting the information will be all ours. Um. Let's let's avoid talking about the prophecy scene for a sec, so uh-huh. we can like cover the other ground first, and then we'll specify on that one. Um, so, <laughs> I, I thought it was funny too. Uh, last episode we saw uh, the the Talshiar twins or whatever the Zadvash twins or whatever the the boy and the girl talking, and she was like still her human Starfleet, and now she's like in her, her Romulan self, and I'm like, wait, did you just leave Earth without hmm. telling anyone? How did you? <laughs> Uh, all right, um, <clears throat> Keith, how did you feel about the Borg stuff going on on the Borg um, cube? I think that Hugh's an incredible actor. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I was waiting for him to, you know, like I, I I didn't check his IMDb, so I haven't I'm not sure like uh, how much he's been acting since Star Trek. Yeah, but I kind of expected him to be kind of forcing it, like, oh god, you want me guys to do this again? All right, and then like you know he'd say you know some forced lines, but we're glad he's there. But mm-hmm. uh, he was once he was killing it. Um, he had a layered, almost like, like I'll, I'll even go there, even though I don't know if I'm using the term right, Shakespearean kind of like drama acting. Like he was really deeply into it. I liked his performance. Mm-hmm. I think that Dodge slash Soji is a Mary Sue. I don't use this in the sexist way that I hear it can be used, uh, but more of like <laughs> the, hey, I uh, we can smell our own. Because uh, <laughs> like I, I exclusively wrote Mary Sue characters and my <laughs> friends were really nice to me and never like you know took me to task for it mm-hmm. but yeah this is exactly what I did and it's not it's not good um, it's fun for yourself uh, but like yeah if, if she's mm-hmm. gonna be mm-hmm. if I'm gonna hold to Star Trek standards like she knows all the I, things I, I, yeah I, I, need, I want I like it with when I'm interested to like a low level character who has to build up not uh, a high level character who started off at like level 20 like on the first episode mm-hmm. yeah if they're yeah, gonna do the, the chosen one thing it's already been done very intelligently by star trek with uh yeah. cisco so yeah mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Cisco, uh, yeah i have more to say about that later but that's gonna be in the theories section jay how do you feel about what's going on, on uh, <clears throat> so <laughs> uh back to the abbreviations i don't like that they call them xbs <laughs> the yeah. ex board yeah, it's like XBs. like i don't mm. i just i mean don't I get me wrong that. like i get it hugh calls himself yeah XB, i get yeah. it but it's like come on don't know like <sighs> I, and, and I feel like much. it's, it's just much. like it's too easy and it's it's uh it's like uh i can't think of the word but anyway i just I, i'm just not a fan of abbreviations apparently i didn't know that about myself <laughs> until this um, <laughs> jl xb oh, i'm man, done that's it that's <laughs> it no, i'm just kidding two that's um, too many <laughs> hashtag not yeah. my star yeah. trek oh there's jay there's no way i will ever believe that you have oh, stopped no, watching no, star trek no i'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan and, and a watcher for life you know me um but uh, actually the, <laughs> but on the borg ship and uh, the scenes I actually, I really do love, um, Hugh is amazing, and uh, Jonathan Del Arco is the actor's name, and he is phenomenal, mm-hmm. and he is beautiful, and he is just so talented, mm-hmm. and um, he really is, it's interesting, because Hugh has come a long way from what we last mm-hmm. seen him at, 
in TNG. Mm-hmm. And um, just to see him in that kind of like leadership role with Soji and mm-hmm. like with being in charge, um, like it, it kind of makes me wonder. I want to know what happened between TNG and this with Hugh. Like, I want to know him, more about yeah. Hugh because Hugh has has come a long way and and he's already a character that we are really um connected to from TNG. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so just there's so much that I want to know about him. <laughs> but the scenes yeah. themselves like on the ship is awesome. The the scenes with him and and just and Soji just they they work so well together and he's so good. Um and then uh and again not going in the prophecy scene, but uh you know, just everything else on the on the cube. You know, with the uh, um, with her being so smart and being able to pick things up, like you know, like oh, I just ask and 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 just magically yeah. know some stuff. Um, you would think that she would mm-hmm. pick up on the guy, like kind of using her. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you, do you think that she, <laughs> it's yeah, her first romance yeah, day? Come on, like, yeah. come on. I mean, so it's like you know, and he's the hot Romulan. Come on, and, you know. I got something yeah. to say about hot Romulan. <laughs> I bet you do. Um, no, but I. Uh, but, um, but that being said, maybe, maybe she does know. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. maybe she, like, the, the, it's a theory, you know. But maybe she does know that mm. there's something else going. But it, it's just um, the scenes are great. <laughs> The Borg cube is cool. You know, Sabrina, you know I love Borg. <laughs> so the oh, fact yeah. that there's a Borg cube that's being reclamated that that is like that has all these different, you know, species on it, um, including the mm-hmm. X Borg, not X B. Um that's uh <laughs> I think it's super cool. You know, I'm really I'm really enjoying that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, just like yeah. t- I was just oh, okay. talking about like the what has Hugh been doing between the show and now. Um, I have a little story. I ran into him once in the Beta Quadrant, uh, deep in space. I was, uh, you know, like I was, are we talking about STO right now? Yes, I am. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was looking into a distress beacon, and like me and the Pin Dragon Two got jumped by a whole bunch of Borg. We were outmatched, outnumbered. It was almost the end, and then Hugh jumps in on his new kind of. It's not a cube. It's a weird, his own starship that he has. And okay. he, he helps save the day. And, like, his story that I saw there was, like, he explores the galaxy differently. Mm-hmm. He's still bored. They're still connected on his ship. But he explores the galaxy differently than the Federation. Interesting. Federations. So okay. that's last time I saw So he's still in his, like, mini collective? That's fun. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder what one. happened to his mini collective. Michael? Uh, yeah, I liked... Um... I liked how they introduced Hugh into this episode. They didn't just, he just kind of walked onto the scene. It wasn't some big hoopla. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. And I, I agree, his acting is, is incredible. I think he's done a really good job. One thing about a show I know when I like it a lot is when I want to know the backstory. And I, mm-hmm. I want to know what happened, you know, happened to Hugh between, you know, TNG and now. Um, you know, whether it's, I don't know, I wish they, I hope they do like a, a novel on that or something because I'd love to know what yeah. happens to him. And Iborg is such a treasure. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I love that mm. episode. Oh, is it my turn? <laughs> yes, sorry. I believe it is. All right. Um, yeah, so that Romulan, let, let's talk about him for a sec. Um, I do feel like the he's evil is being like emphasized a little too much, so I do expect a turncoat moment where he's like, ha yeah. screw you, sister, I'm on Soji's side. Uh, that being said, I do think the can I tell you a secret? I may be falling in love with you. Is definitely a trick. Oh, yeah. He's not on our side <laughs> no. yet. That's a big well, lie. Of course. Um, 
Uh, and you guys already know I like that actor, so whatever. <laughs> He's good. Um, uh, Soji, I actually... I, I haven't mentioned it before, but her acting's been a bit of a struggle for me. Like, she keeps touching her hair to get it out of the camera and stuff like that. And I'm like, girl, you gotta breathe. But uh, she did better in this episode. Um, I believed her more. It, it It is difficult to play a character like that because she has to be, like, wide-eyed and innocent and simultaneously know everything. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily going to disagree with you about her being a Mary Sue, but I have a feeling that has a lot to do with the reveal. So I'm going to talk about that in uh, my theory later. Dude, um, it, are we waiting to talk about the sister? Because I need to say something about that. Yeah, go. Um, the sister is the twin brother. Um, I'm not sure they ever specified that they were identical twins. Oh, snap. Snap. Then now I'm not sure anymore. And I'll sit back down. I think the reason you thought that they would be identical is because when you heard that he had a twin, you were like, oh, he's also yep. a robot. So, yep. um, yeah. Android. So, uh, they never specified that, but maybe we will see. And so, yeah, I, like, I, ever since, yeah. I'm always in for some extra trans head cannons because, um, people so rarely put actual trans characters into shows. Yeah, head cannons are great. I feel um, like they do it this time. I really freaking hope they do. I will be extremely mm-hmm. excited. Um, if there's one thing that I can say about Star Trek now and then is that it doesn't treat token token it doesn't do tokenism. It actually treats um, minorities, people of color, uh, women yep. as characters, and it doesn't make a massive deal about it. Like Uhura, let's go all the way back to TOS. Uh, there was that episode with uh, the creature that was becoming what everybody else wanted, and for Uhura, it became this big African guy who spoke her language, literally, and, uh, like, that was great. It was just, like, you know, it it spoke to her heritage without using any stereotypes. Um, I mean, it did do the, you know, they have to be the same race, but this is the 60s. Um, (laughs) And you have to make some allowances for that, or else we will never be able to develop. Like, if we can't forgive our past selves for making mistakes that we fixed, how are we going to fix our mistakes now and improve in the future? Anyway, um... You guys said all that needed to be said about Hugh, except for one thing that I'm just going to tack on. His uh, costume designers, uh, his makeup people did an excellent job yeah. with that whole left part. The eye, um, the patch of skin, the little board bits underneath. It looks like it's the same kind of height as the right side of his face. They just did a good yeah, job did. there. Um, <clears throat> all right. So let's talk about the scene. You know, the scene I'm talking about. <laughs> The prophecy scene. Who wants to go first? Uh, yeah. uh, Michael, I keep making you go last, so you're going to go first. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was it was a good scene. Um, I thought the actress that uh, played, I can't remember the name of that lady. The the, the Romulan. Romulan, lady. yeah. I thought she did an excellent job. Um, yeah. Again, it just made me want to know more about it, which I guess that's the point of the show. I mean, that's they want you to tune in to ne- next episode. But I just wanted to know what they call her, the Destroyer, right? Um, um, she said there were two... One's good, one's bad, and the bad one is the destroyer, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the, she kept asking, you know, which one were you? And I just want to know what, you know, if... Uh, saying somebody's the destroyer is a pretty heavy thing to yeah. to, to say. It's So it just makes me want to know more about it. Um, but yeah, I thought the scene was great. Keith? Uh, let's see. So, um... Yeah, like, her being a destroyer does seem, once again, like, I'm the most important person in the universe. Um, 
I think the best way they could do it is like the, a thing they kind of people wanted to do with Ray, where if you're that powerful, you, you keep, you know, steamrolling everything. What if you are the last guy? Like, and she turns around and like all this time she's been playing people, but I guess that wouldn't be it if she's getting controlled by what I think is her AI mom. Um, <laughs> AI mom is funny. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, um, uh, I thought it was, I couldn't tell if this uh, line she keeps doing is great or too on the nose. The shared narrative experience, understanding trauma rooted in deep archetypes mm. relevant to today's news. And that's like, and, and like how people work through their trauma. Like, mm. I think she's talking about Star Trek of uh, the fandoms. Uh, people have like the shared narrative framework of Star Trek mm-hmm. and that connects them. And I guess like probably all of us have used these as like parables to get us through the traumas that we've experienced in life. Yeah. So a little meta. Her saying it, <laughs> yeah, her saying it out loud like that. I was like, I, I think I like that, but was that too on the nose? Mm. I, I'm still deciding. And then also once again, like it, Star Trek was parables, like where you get your self-contained story and like everybody's pretty human in it. And you can understand like the reason why, uh, some aliens are assholes mm-hmm. and, and why the Federation stand is against it. And this, they're mirroring the news too much. They're not explaining enough the realness behind why people are assholes. And they're kind of telling you, like, which side is good. Yeah. There, that's my the problem I'm having with it. But, yeah, I like the scene a lot. That's um, Well acted, well fun, and yeah, we'll see how it turns out. Yeah, what's that other dude doing with a gun? In that room. Like, how did he get that? Uh, okay. It was a security, security guard. guard? Yeah, yeah, I so. yeah, I think she grabbed it from a security remember. guard. She didn't grab it from another one of the Romulans. It was a security guard. Yeah. I hope not. Um, ooh, interesting thing about makeup that I kind of laughed about. I noticed that every single ex-Borg Romulan was missing one eyebrow. Not the same one. Never both. Mm. Just huh. one eyebrow. They're all missing one I eyebrow. I pick, pick up on um, that. <laughs> Jay, it's your oh, turn, yeah. by the um, way. I thought the scene was actually really interesting um the whole like the the talk of you know i know you i know you from tomorrow i mean like it 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 really you know and then which one are you the one that dies or the one that lives you know and you're the destroyer (laughs) i mean it's it's like prophet ish you know which is like Mm -hmm. or prophetic or whatnot um you know it's like I'm curious. It's it's kind of like what Michael was saying. It really makes me want to know what's going on. Like it it makes me think. Like okay, how does she know what's coming? Like what's going on? Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and it, it's there's just something there that I can't quite put my finger on. That I'm very very interested to find out about. You know what I'm saying? Because I'll put your finger <laughs> on it. <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. um, but. It's, it's one of those things where it, it was a very good scene. It was amazing. It was really interesting to see Soji use the the tactics of, like, hey, they don't have front doors, or they have fake front doors, but everyone the real way in is through the back. So she moves the chair and goes behind mm-hmm. her and tries to do things in a very specific Romulan way. And it works, you know? And, mm-hmm. it, and she cool. starts to open up yeah, to like her. That. And it was just very, um, very well thought out and just very... Mm-hmm. It was just a very, very cool scene. And then just the the whole, like, future, like, can she see the future? Can she, like, how does she know what's coming? What's what's that about? Like, was it assimilated and then it's stuck in her mind? Like, somehow the board can see, like, what's coming or, or something. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. But anyway, mm-hmm. it was a great scene. <laughs> or maybe it's something about mm-hmm. her specifically. 
maybe, maybe Romulans secretly have uh, truth, like fortune telling abilities that they haven't told us okay. about. <laughs> yeah. uh, I did quite like how. I, no, that's just bullshit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I did quite like, uh, as you pointed out, uh, how they kind of showed us glimpses of Romulan culture through um, what she did and didn't yeah. respond to. Um, what I found particularly interesting um, was this. Soji is trying to get Romulan mythology, and the lady says, we don't have a word for mythology in Romulan. She says, what's your word for mythology? And she says, news. Um, Soji translate this as, translates this as being like... She, I, I just didn't understand it the same way she did. To me, when she says, uh, there's no mythology, there is news, what she actually means is... Uh, mythology is you know fake they're parables they're exaggerations of what actually happened they're um constructed stories to explain why the world is the way it is whereas romulan quote-unquote mythology is news it's actual history they don't have a created mythology they only have what actually happened in their past that's how i translated that so um, anything that Soji kind of like believes as being a myth, you know, like the destroyer is very um, uh, like Shiva kind of duality. Um, one of them is the creator. One of them is the, the destroyer. Um, so that sounds like mythology to her. But then the Romulan lady is saying like, that's not a story that really happened. Um, I think we're hearing the voice of the writer in that line. Where he's saying, where he's saying that mm-hmm. uh, I'm using the sh- the shared framework of the narrative. Um, Star Trek. That's rel- yeah, yeah, that's relative to the news, and that they think it's their moral responsibility to use this platform they have to help America. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not. I mean, I, I appreciate that idea so much, and like I do agree with what they're mm-hmm. saying. Even I just but, wish they hadn't done it oh, in Star Trek. Yeah, mm-hmm. they can't do it like this because. It's pandering. Um, it, it's not going to get through to the people who might need to hear anyway. Yeah, but I, also, I just I needed one of my sci-fi shows to be positive, just one. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's. I was going to say, I think there's. Uh, I think okay. we've been talking about a show. Don't say that, it. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I know. It's, it's on TV. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just put that out there. Okay. It's uh, <laughs> pretty popular. Jay or Michael, do either either of you have thoughts about that mythology's news thing? No, I when I when I heard that it yeah it was kind of um, like they were talking about the whole fake news stuff that you know we've been dealing mm. with. Um, oh, that's an interesting thought. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, oh yeah, that is different actually. I didn't think yeah. about especially because the Romulans are so secretive and kind of controlling of each other. Fake news seems like a thing that would definitely happen yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so. Ooh, sorry. Let's, let's that, use that its my original name. <laughs> Thank you. Let's use its original name. Propaganda. <laughs> there you right. Go. Yeah. Mm, I actually. Holy crap. I mean, yeah. I'll admit, I. Uh, I didn't even think of that stuff. What I think of is um, how, how um, like mythologies are based on truth. They're they're expanded, yeah. they're elaborated on, but at the core, it's 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 almost um, it's just the, that everything is based on some sort of truth, and it's just knowing mm-hmm. how to weed out the truth beyond all the the bloat. You know what I'm saying? That's nice. Good sentiment. Thank mm-hmm. you, Jay. <laughs> See, we needed you on Team Positive. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, were just, we were dying without I'm back. you. I'm back, baby. Um, okay, so that's actually my whole list that I wanted to talk about, except for the theories, which I want to keep at the end. And uh, one thing I'm going to throw in really fast 
something tricky going on with the Star Trek Picard. I haven't watched for episode three the next time on because episode one and two, both of them next time, like next on Picard, they have shown us characters that were not in the next episode. And I feel like they're playing with me. Like in the first episode, they were like, Jerry Ryan, but we haven't seen Jerry Ryan yet. At the end of the second one, they were like that Romulan with the sword. We haven't seen the Romulan with the sword yet. (laughs) At least for the first one, this is a thing that they've been doing for a couple of years now, where you do your first big episode, woo, welcome here, and here's the preview of what, for what's going to happen in the rest of the series. That's what I, I've been seeing in a lot of TV shows okay. in the first episode. On a second episode, I'm not sure if, yeah. I'm just feeling and slightly lied to. The episode, like, they're like, yeah, here are the cool the characters, episode. keep watching. I mean, they're not going to be in this yet, but keep watching. <laughs> I think they are letting that go as of this episode, but if they do that, do that then sense. yeah, that's not cool. I think you're right because this episode is like finally on the ship, so we're done with setup, and hopefully we'll get into the. Well, they they now. said the first three episodes were just setting it up, so I mean, yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Right. So that's now that I've mentioned that, that's my whole list. Um. Michael, is there anything you wanted to talk about? Uh, the only thing I wanted to mention was I loved, and I got goosebumps at the end when he said engage <laughs> on the oh, ship. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry if I'm the only one, but that I was like, I literally, I was like, oh, my God. It's, you know, I just, it, it gave me the good feels. So I, I had I to think, bring that up. I squealed like a child. I think yeah. that was a moment for everyone. Yeah. I squealed a little bit too, Jay. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I smiled pleasantly. Oh. I smiled pleasantly. That's, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't hate it. I, 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 That's I good. Recently. It was. I was. I was. I want. I, I, I would like to have been blown away. I wasn't because I. I, I you, they, yeah. they spammed yeah. it too much in the in the previous. Yeah. So I knew it was I coming, that, but it was still off. Awesome. I mean, the yeah. setup to it was pretty good. brilliant too, because everyone just looks up at him. You know what I mean? Like everyone's yeah. on the ship, and he's not the captain at all. It is an old. But moment. everyone just looks at him, and then he just kind of smirks, and what he's like, "Engage." He's the captain. <laughs> yeah. he's he will always be the captain's chair. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, while we're going to talk about the engaged moment, they also uh, did some emotional trickery there when he looks at the chair and it starts the TNG yeah. theme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure yeah. we all noticed that, too. Um, yeah. I, I got to laugh about it, though, because this is the first episode that we didn't get the Earl Grey reference, so instead they made it engaged. <laughs> Um, but again, you know, like fan service is not a thing that I'm a fan of, but obviously many fans are a fan of fan service, otherwise they wouldn't be yeah. called that. So I, I'm not upset about the engage thing. It was a nice moment. I liked it. I just, uh, whenever I hear sound cues from other things, I'm always like, you guys, you're trying to trick me because Star Wars did it all the time where they were just like, here's these mm-hmm. beautiful sound cues. And then I was like, wait, the content of this is not the same. Don't try to make me cry <laughs> just by using this, this piece. The music. Hold on. My my only gripe with that was just like uh, personal gripe, being petty is uh, it's not a Starfleet ship. Like you know, uh, you're playing the music, you're saying engage, and we're like on a Mass Effect Firefly ship. Okay, uh, but yeah, yeah, I'll let it go. I'll let it go. I think it was reflecting his deal. inner feeling of like returning oh. to the captain's chair. Yeah. Um. On that, I have a note where I do feel they're doing good with Picard. I feel mm-hmm. this is kind of reverse Jedi, uh, reverse The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. The Last Jedi is now a cautionary tale, and I think Ryan Johnson did that on purpose. Like, no one wants to see that done to their favorite character ever again. Uh, a lot of people don't want to see that, I mean, I'll say. And, like, that's what I was waiting for, and, like, a lot of people were worried about, like, we're going to get Picard, and, like, he's going to hate science mm-hmm. and exploration and, and helping people. And, like, we're like, oh, God. And then we have to see him become himself again. But he's not that... He's all for helping people. Mm-hmm. He couldn't wait to get back into space. Yep. I like that they're uh, they're paying respect to him, but he has changed as a person, yeah. which does feel organic. Yeah. 
So I am okay with that. And I'm liking that Picard is being treated with respect. Yeah, I definitely feel like the, the things that feel different about Picard to me don't feel like they're internal, but more mm-hmm. in response to the fact that this is no longer a utopia. Mm-hmm. So like Picard in a non-utopia is like yes. this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So um, many of my friends are like, not many of my friends. Some of the people that I watched with have been like, Picard is not himself. And I joked about that earlier when I said he wasn't TNG Picard, he's a nemesis Picard. But what I actually meant by that was that, like, it's a lot more action-y um, and he's a lot more willing to just shoot people. Whereas in TNG, he was more like, hold on, hold on, hold on, let's try diplomacy yeah. first. But um, I really do feel that the essence of Picard has been preserved. Um, yeah. Well, and it's been 20 years, so he's going to change just, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right, exactly. He's just being affected by the yeah. world being... And I liked... I like hearing him say, you're a Starfleet to the core. I'm like, all right. Because, like, a lot of people are mad that uh, in Discovery we saw a lot of shitty Starfleet. And then here we're seeing asshole Starfleet. But Picard remembers what Starfleet means. And that means a lot. That And then that we have a character that he, that he believes in makes me feel pretty good. Mm-hmm. That, like, all right. You know, they, they aren't that... trying to subvert our expectations like saying the Jedi suck and Starfleet's always sucked. No, no, no. There's a ideal that Picard was a part of that he still believes in. And uh, that this Han Solo guy secretly has a heart of gold. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I think... Picard can just smell yeah. your heart of gold. Yeah, and I, I think just, okay. uh, you know, yeah, it's been 20 years, but and, and he's changed, but just just don't call him JL, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree. Except for Rafi, where you know, they, they, they had a relationship we didn't get to see, so I, you know, like for me, I don't. I wouldn't call him that, but Rafi, I don't know what happened with you and Picard. So, uh. I mean, um, we don't really know her rank. If she was like first officer on the Stargazer, then like maybe, I get it. Well, not the Stargazer. No, no, not the Stargazer. Oh, no, she was the first... Stargazer, yeah. The, the Verity. The Verity. Yeah, was yeah the ship the actor. Stargazer yeah. was before. Yeah, you're right. Um, like with the the Doctor, he saw again. Which are, are we going to see him again, or was he there just to remind us that people think that Picard might be going crazy? Well, if you remember, he did have, um, mm. in all good things, we find out that he has that uh, disease, that brain memory disease. Oh, yeah. We, Aromatic syndrome. Uh, we talked about it. Yeah. Aromatic syndrome. Jay, I'm... you have to listen to the podcast. <laughs> I know. I'm such a bad co-host. I'm sorry. I've been sick. <laughs> That's no excuse, because I've, all I've been doing is I'm on disability for a <laughs> months. I don't know why I haven't listened to it. I know. No excuses. It's okay, Thank we you. forgive you. Um, but, but uh, yeah. yeah. Um, Aromatic syndrome is a degenerative ne- neurological disorder. Yeah. Classes. Um, so we, we did talk about it briefly. Let me just um, cover... You guys can... Uh, I don't remember what your opinion was. No don't offense. worry, I'll go uh, back and listen to it. You don't have to revisit the, it. The, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I just, uh, the, the thing about the syndrome was that I... I, I I'm... I felt like it would have been really fun for them to narratively mess with, like, is Picard crazy or not? I feel like they made it clear that he's not crazy, and they just kind of brought it back so that it gives other people an excuse not to believe Picard, you know, like members of Starfleet and stuff. Mm. Um, But I do like that they referenced it anyway, because it means that they're paying attention to the details of Picard's life. Just like the theme comes from the flute. Yes, yes. The Resican. Um... Yep. All right, so, Michael, that was your thing. Keith, is there anything you wanted to talk about that I haven't brought up yet? Uh, let me see here. I think I've hit all of my notes. And Oh, um, they mentioned 
that uh, it sounded like, uh, let me know if I heard this incorrectly. Did they say that um, in that room were the only Romulans ever assimilated by the board? I think so, yeah. I don't know. I thought I, I heard that, that, yeah. I, yeah, it seemed kind of weird. And then it made me think about like, hmm, why are there lots of different humans throughout the galaxy, but we don't have lots of different kind of Vulcans throughout the galaxy? Like, you don't have a planet with, or do we? Actually, there, we might have seen one, actually. So, yeah, I was just saying, like, you don't go to a random planet and you go to random planets, you'll find a human. You don't go to random planets and find alternate Ferengi or alternate Vulcans. Except for this one where they had to hide themselves behind uh, a hologram. And... Mm, okay, that reminds me of a TOS scene. Uh, we run into... This is who mourns for Adonais. Um, we run into one of the ancient Greek gods on a planet. And mm-hmm. when I say we, I mean Kirk, Spock, you know. And whoever random person they bring down on the planet. I think it's Chekhov and then uh, a lady that we never see again. <laughs> I remember this um, episode. <clears throat> and they talk about... Is this the right episode for this? Whatever. Um, he's like, haha, I was a gun on Earth. And Kirk's like, I believe that there was an alien species that showed up to Earth when we were still very young. And that professed themselves as gods because we couldn't understand their powers. And left. Maybe it is a different episode. But um, somebody mentions how the humans are everywhere because uh, there was an ancient civilization that went around, kind of like Stargate, yes. dropping, uh, like, seeding. seeding the different planets. And Kirk goes, no, 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 no. We have proof of evolution on Earth. We know that didn't happen. And then Spock goes, actually, this fits with Vulcan mythology. That might have been where we came from. It was. That was also actually, a TNG yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it? Um, dope, dope. I, yeah. Uh, I remember TOS the oh, best yeah. because, uh, yeah, I'm a TOS girl <laughs> at heart. There, there's this amazing, like, archaeological chase around the galaxy between, like, all the major races, and then they get to the final planet, and this hologram goes, ah, you have found me. I am why you guys all look humanoid because mm-hmm. we seeded the galaxy and then we left, and, and you're all, like, one person. And be cool yeah. to each other. Be excellent to each other. Like, yeah. everybody, besides, everybody besides the humans were like, that's stupid. <laughs> Fuck that. Lies. I'm out. Peace. <laughs> and then the humans were like, oh, that makes sense. But like, but what my question was more like, uh, we, that's why we have humanoids around the galaxy, but we don't have different kinds of Vulcans mm-hmm. or different kinds of Ferengi or different what kinds of... What are you talking about? Things. Romulans are different kinds of Vulcans. Yeah. <laughs> um, they are actually Vulcans. Yeah. Originally. <clears throat> But they've developed head resistance. Some yeah. Of them. yeah, but but over in the Gamma Quadrant, you can find just like a normal human. Yeah, that's true. But you can't find a normal Klingon. Um, yeah. That's it's just a world building. Like yeah, yeah, it's a, you know like humans writing about humans kind of things. Yeah, there you go. Um, actually, I'm glad you brought that up too because it gives me a great example. I just want to talk about fan service again for a sec. Um, I do think that there's different levels. There's like you know self-referential where you have Picard ordering Earl Grey. And that can be fine. Uh, I personally don't like it. I know you guys do. I have no issue with that. I think it's great that people think it's it's fun. Um, but uh, a fan service I will never complain about is like that TNG episode pulling that TOS episode reference and then building a story from it because it's used for the story building. It um, mm-hmm. marries them together. It reinforces the fact that they happen in the same universe. It shows that the writers paid attention to their source material. And I, I love stuff like that, which is why I love so much that they brought up the uh, the aromatic syndrome, even if I feel like they didn't use it to its full uh, capacity. It's dope. Please. 
Um, yeah. Anything else you want to talk about, Keith? Uh, that is all of them. Okay, Jake? Uh, I've, I've covered my hatred of uh, abbreviation, so yeah, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most important part of the episode. Uh, okay, so before we hit theories, just your favorite part of the episode and your least favorite... Mm. Reverse that order. Your least favorite part of the episode and your favorite part of the episode. Jay, I think you're. I know what you're going to say for your least favorite. Yeah, but least go favorite on. abbreviations. What a shock. Um, JLXB. It's like, come on. Come on. Uh, but my favorite, actually, um, would be the engage. Engage. I mean, dude, I just squealed mm-hmm. like a little kid. It's like, come on. Yeah, good. like, I mean, of course, it's like the easy win. But I'm like, ah, it just makes my heart happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 Keith uh, my least favorite would be Mr. Pleasant Man Face who should be going to his cafe instead of being hanging out with Picard um, and then my favorite thing would be uh, oh that there's still that Picard's still himself that he hasn't given up all of his core values and that he still cares about it even though the world's changed around him he still cares about things that I cared about in Star Trek beautiful Michael? Uh, my least favorite part was that uh, his two Romulan companions didn't go with him. Yeah, it seemed like but... a, I mean, like, with their, uh, you know, mm-hmm. fighting skills, it seemed like a natural thing. But uh, anyway, and my favorite part was the character Raffi. No, I'm just kidding. It was the <laughs> it was the engage it was the engage part. Of course, I love that. Mm. I could I could almost hear Jay squealing from here from Colorado. So, <laughs> um, let's see. My least favorite part. Uh, probably just the the whole Vasquez Rock thing. The like, I'm uh a, a uh you're rich and I'm poor. Just because that just like that was the final straw in like breaking the Roddenberry trek for me. Um, of mm. like <laughs> at the very basic core of Star Trek, it was like the Federation goes out to discover new planets because we've already solved Earth. Well, we're not even in a post scarcity. It's not even that our attitudes have changed. We're not in a post-scarcity world anymore. I mean, like, what what happened to the ability to just make food with the replicator? Like, why is that happening? When we went on Earth in DS9, um, Cisco's dad was running a restaurant because that's what he cared about. But note that people came into his restaurant and nobody paid for the meals. They all just came in and had a good time because there was no money because... It's, social it's commentary post- yeah. Uh, yeah okay but if your social commentary is so important then you have to remove a base part of the world I'm disappointed in you yeah. amen Woo! Um, you <laughs> yeah so again I'm just going to think of future Picard as being like Picard from TNG landed in an alternate universe um, where apparently we don't need replicators oh which brings up a funny thing uh, Synthahol, Hall I guess is not a thing anymore because everyone's actually drinking. Um, but I'm not sad about that. I think the concept of synth hall was kind of ridiculous in the first place. That, like, we would drink fake alcohol that doesn't make us drunk. Like, sorry, alcohol doesn't taste that good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, I thought it still made you drunk. Uh, it, it doesn't? No, I don't think so. Um, Ooh. No wonder they're always hiding that. Exactly. Romulan. Yeah, right. For real. Get me that illegal Romulan ale. Um, and it's medicinal. My favorite part... Uh, and I don't want to devalue some of the other stuff that's going on. There are other things that I like, but um, I was just blown away by them. The 14 years ago uniforms are oh. so mm. dope. I know. I, I want one. So I want one. Yeah. Ha. Like, I would switch my STO character to that costume because it's just, yeah. Yep. Please yep. make a show with those yeah. things in it. It please. looks like a paint to sew. 
Uh, but it, it looks so dope. <laughs> it looks so dope. Okay. So my favorite part, let's talk about theories. And uh, you guys are going to have to get used to me pulling this out. So maybe maybe you can plan ahead. Hmm? Yeah. So I don't like yes. put you on the spot every time. Um, but uh, Jay's going to go last because I feel like I'm springing this on him too quickly. Uh, Keith, do you have any theories about what's going to happen in the future? Like maybe about this, like the twins being the destroyer, one of them being the destroyer or about what's going to happen with hot Romulan or whatever. Theories? <laughs> Um, now I'm a little salty because you called me out on like how the guy never said he had an identical twin. Uh, I was, I was, I thought I was a prophet, sorry, and I was gonna be like, yeah, I was like, guys, look, I know the future. Behold, this is the twist you guys don't see coming because he mentioned a twin. We haven't seen yet. We did see one, and she called him a brother. And oh wait, maybe they're just twins like that. God damn it. Uh, um, sorry. So yeah, that that's what I had prepared, and like I was, I was gonna be all like put on my crown and cape and be all cool hey but. i mean they didn't specify that she was his twin maybe he has an older sister and a twin Oof. you might still be uh, right you might still but be right i think you're right now i think that's just his just his twin and it's not there's no sex change <laughs> there's no twist on that one. all right so. well I, i'm sorry i wrecked it for you um uh other than that uh what would happen in the future is that well they got to find maddox mm -hmm. um and I'm positive that Mannix is behind the AI mom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you had that theory episode yeah, one, and uh, when AI mom popped up again, I was like, you know what? I think Keith was right. Yeah. Um, that's all I can think of for now. Um, if I come up with anything while anyone else is talking, I'll say so. Ooh, um, and actually, you bring up an interesting point. Um, side note. Uh, Soji mm -hmm. knew about her sister. Oh, Yeah. But I don't recall her sister knowing about Soji. I saw that too, but since the hologram was they, lying they to that... them anyway. <laughs> no, no, like didn't they do like uh, they did uh the the uh, the agent that I do like with Picard? They did that investigation, and it shows they've been talking yeah. to each other, right? Yeah. Oh, were they talking to each other? I thought that was like her face had logged into her sister's account. Actually. Well, I thought her AI mom. They uh, talked to one of them about the other one, and they so they knew about each other. I thought. Uh, I know. Right, I, I know Soji knows about her sister, but I didn't. I wasn't sure it went both ways. Oh. Same. I thought for some reason I thought Dodge didn't know. That no, she I, had think, I think I think she watch knew, him again. But then I think she knew. They did that investigation. Yeah. Then they did that investigation, and like the thing they were catching for is like two faces looking at each other that are the same. Mm. So I I'm think they sure. called each other. Like was, I think I, when they were doing the investigation, they. Uh, that's how they found Soji, was because Soji and Dodge were, were yeah. talking to each other, mm -hmm. and the computer mm -hmm. thought that Soji was Dodge and got confused for a minute because it's like, why are you calling in if you're calling out? Do you, and that's how they caught it. Uh, <laughs> I definitely... They have AI and holograms, but they do not perfect. Well, but they're, they're two genetically <laughs> identical androids, so... They're the same. True, true, true. Yeah. Um, I definitely translated that the other yeah. way that um, these the way systems work now is that you can kind of log into your own account like anywhere because it uses facial recognition, fingerprinting, whatever, um, voice prints. So um, like if you go on, if I right now went on vacation to Japan and then went into an uh, like an internet cafe, it would know that it was still me because uh, that's. The systems are all interconnected, so I definitely thought that um, the computer somewhere had gotten a login from like the Romulus Borg cube for for her, and uh, that 
it recorded it as an error, like, three seconds later when she she had different mannerisms or whatever, and it, it swapped back. I thought that's what that scene was saying. So we can rewatch it, or we can just, like, find out at the end of the season, I guess. But um, I'm definitely going to disagree with the meaning of that scene with you guys. And um, I have no idea who's right, because I don't remember that clearly either. So I guess, whoops, <laughs> All I, guess we'll just have to, I guess we'll just have to rewatch Picard. But actually, that doesn't fuck with my theory at all, so I'm good. not that concerned about it. Okay. Um, Keith, you're good, right? That was all your stuff? I'm good. All right. Um, Michael, uh, Yes. Yeah. I didn't really have any solid theories yet. I'm just curious to know how Maddox fits into all of it. And also Seven of Nine. I wonder how they're going to bring her character in. Um, Because I thought it looked like... I thought it looked like... uh, I mean, I guess Picard could go back to Earth. But it looked like Seven kind of was in his chateau or whatever, right? When she came across him, I thought. But I could be wrong. You know I didn't watch the trailer. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Sorry. Fuck. I'm sorry. No, no, Uh, no, no, no. It's fine. Uh, so forget everything I just said. No, I, I don't have any solid theories yet. I'm just uh, excited to see what, what comes next. Okay, so if you don't have any solid theories, what are the questions that are pressing on you the most, aside from where's Seven? Uh, mainly Maddox and, and what his role is in it. Because, I mean, uh, he, okay. and Data, he and Data became friends towards the end of um, like the show and everything. And so, I Despite their uh, traumatic beginning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So and I'm just wondering, I, I don't think Maddox, unless he kind of went crazy, I don't think Maddox would wish any harm on you know synthetics or humans Mm -hmm. for that matter so i'm just curious as to what his deal is basically nice jay do you have Uh, any theories well i will say and if no theories pressing questions one theory i do have is that i think that something is going to happen that's going to cause raffi and picard to become close again um just because you know it it just it's one of those things where she's starting out so broken and he is too and, it, mm-hmm. you know, even though she's like, I'm coming with you, but I'm not with you. You know what I mean? Um, you're yeah. going to drop me off at Free Cloud. Mm. I feel like something's going to happen that's going to redeem each other, you know, to each other. I mean, so yeah. that, yeah, that's one theory I have. And, and you know, she's broken and we all love seeing people get fixed. You know what I mean? So um, hopefully Picard can be that mm-hmm. to her. Um, also, I think that... Considering we've never heard of the Jadvash until now, and they're mm-hmm. so, such this far back like entity, um, I feel like there's we're gonna learn something that I, I don't know. Like I just there's gonna be more to it than just them being like a a super secretive Tal Shiar. There's gonna be more right. to it since Definitely. they're so anti AI. They're, they're so anti. Um, android and they're so anti yeah yeah, like there there's so much going on but i think that there's even more to it in the in the sense that i feel like um it might even play into the uh you know the the prophecy right how they they might have a way like maybe the that that ship that got assimilated maybe they they were javash or maybe she was javash like there's there's so much there that we don't know because they've literally never been brought up so I'm just very excited to... My, my theory is that the Javash are somehow going to be able to have some kind of connection to that prophecy. And that that prophecy is because mm-hmm. of the Javash and because of... Um, or the Javash exists to exactly. protect the exactly. from the prophecy. Yeah, so there's something tying yeah. those two together. I'm just not sure what it is yet. I definitely agree. Uh, yeah. And that's it. <laughs> um... So- because you said that, then my my uh, my new theory is that Jatvash 
because they've lasted so long, and I've already said this in a previous episode, we will be seeing them thousands of years in the future uh, show, with a showdown with Discovery. Yeah. And also, unfortunately, I hope you guys are ready to watch Picard die. How dare do you? Do not. How dare you? Keith. How Keith. They're going Keith. to do you're, you're, it. They're going whoa, to do it. Not, Keith. I'm not the one. I'm not Keith, making the you're call. officially <laughs> off the podcast. No, I'm just <laughs> I'm not making the call. They're the ones that well, are going to do it. They're going to do it. We will burn yeah, CBS They've already had one captain die in yes. the most ridiculous way, so they don't have to shoot very high. To... We're not talking about Kirk. No. <laughs> oh my God. Generations is not canon. Listen, if we yeah, want to okay, talk about Keith, you're back on the podcast. A... If we want to talk about Generations, we're doing it in its own episode that I can never listen to again. Okay. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Right. The fury in anger. Anything else? Oh, I love this. I could unleash. Podcast. Anything else? Anything else? <laughs> oh, thanks. We love you too, Jay. <laughs> okay, you guys ready for All my right. theory? It's long. All right, go. Mm. Okay, so you'll remember that my theory about episode one was that Dodge was not really dead. Uh-huh, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. here's my theory. The Zadvash are protecting us from a, a, a pair of twins that, like I said earlier, is kind of like similar to that uh, Indian mythology where you have one that creates and one that destroys. Soji seems to be the only twin that we have left because they seem to have killed Dodge. My theory is mm-hmm. Soji and Dodge are the twins from the Romulan history way back when that the Zadvash are trying to protect the world from. Soji's the good twin. Dodge is the evil twin. Dodge will come back and turn dark. I hope you're right. Yeah, that would be, be awesome. Um, and Data is actually not their parent. Maddox. Oh, God. Listen, listen, listen. Listen, listen, listen. I'm super excited about this theory, and I really hope it's right. <laughs> Maddox lied about data the reason that data worked is because he used a piece of soji or dodge to create data in the way that episode one said that you needed a piece of data to create androids the way that he was maddox tried to make data perfect and he failed hence before never being uh, it's before right you're, yeah. you're talking about you're uh, hence talking before about never being as good as data not, not maddox Oh, yeah, not Maddox. Yeah, you're so right. I'm talking about Nadine. Oh, cool, okay, cool, that blew. Cool. I was like, wait a minute. Now, I was like, now, yeah, this is making more sense than Kubrick. <laughs> I, 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 I right, totally cool, cool. fucked that up. Sorry. Okay, go. so um, no, Maddox doesn't know. Noonie and Singh lied about data. <clears throat> he tried to create data, and he fucked up with uh, the other ones, and then he found out about the twins having to have twins, hence data and lore, because oh. of Soji and Dodge. He used a piece of Soji and Dodge to create data and lore. Maybe Soji is lore's uh, like quote-unquote uh, mother and then Daj's data's or vice versa. So that's why you have, you know, Lauren data. <clears throat> data's uh, good. Laura's evil. Then Soji and Daj are good and evil. Oh. Um, so we're going to go to Maddox and so Maddox awesome. is going to figure out that lie. So that's my theory. Uh, Daj and Soji are the originators. Uh, data was created from them. We don't know that. And the uh, Zadvash are trying to protect us from whatever world-ending weird shit Dodge is going to do. That is so awesome it will never happen. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> too good. That is I believe too good. in it. They must end it like this. Please. Uh, good God, I hope you're right. But that's too good. Yeah. Plus, I, I really just want Ooh. the... I, just, I really want the... I guess make... that after episode three points. 
Okay. Well, things would make sense then after if you, if that's what okay. they did. Okay. So that's my theory. Because yeah. Um, and for those of you listening, we are now on Pop Geeks, so you can find us on Yay. Pop Geeks. The great thing about Pop Geeks is that it gives us a comment section, so you can finally tell us how wrong you think we are, or how right we think you are. And I would love to hear your theories too. Um, please just compliment mine. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and, and when I post it on my wall, um, if you guys are listening to this from my wall, please let us know what you think of the podcast because I, it's fun to talk Star Trek with friends and fans. It's it's it's. Listen, a blast. you guys, I'm exploding with the need to talk <laughs> to people about Picard. That will not insult me for whatever decision I make. You know, she's like it, Dodge. Yeah, if you're one of those people <laughs> online who are like other people don't like Picard because of this or like Picard because of this, and I think that's a stupid reason and they're wrong. Chill out, man. Be nice to your neighbors. Mm. Didn't Star Trek teach you that? <laughs> mm-hmm. We're great Facts. because we're we all have different opinions, yeah. and uh, that's how you create great television, great storytelling. And, and, and um, well, and, I love and you all. That's and that's Please how you create great conversation. Because if we all think the same yeah, exactly. or feel the same, then it's boring. If if we don't have different opinions and different, uh, you know, just just different ways of viewing life, <clears throat> then it's boring. Exactly. So I mean, no, like. Please, I want people yeah. not to agree with us. I want people to, you know... You guys... Like, tell me. If the four of us had agreed on everything, this episode would not be twice as long as the actual episode we watched. Right. Seriously. <laughs> I know. Woo! Good job, everyone. Hour and a half. Uh, anyway, so that's my theory. Um, last thoughts from oh, anyone? Oh, uh, real quick. Fun fact. I, I, I oh, saw good. this online. I thought it was pretty cool. The guy that plays F8, mm-hmm. the, the android, you know, that kind uh-huh. of kills Mars... The, yeah. the creepy uh, smiley android? Was, right. So, Sabrina, do you remember how Mac Cosmetics had that booth in uh, Star Trek? Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In uh, Vegas? 50th anniversary? For the 50th anniversary, yeah. Mac came out with um, a Star Trek um, makeup line, which actually, Jay, uh, that Christmas, one of my friends bought nice. me some of those because she was like, you like Star Trek, you like makeup, nice. here you go. Uh, so I have some of those. Um, at the Star Trek 50th, anniversary um la convention uh, las vegas convention which is actually where jay and i met um mac had a huge display and they hired actors and the actor that basically did the data makeup is the guy that plays f8 yeah yeah Yeah. so he actually was at the star trek convention in vegas on stage getting data makeup put on and now he he has turned into like now he is f8 i mean Right. Isn't that like. cool? I just thought, I saw that online and was like, that is just the coolest thing. Yeah. <laughs> when I go through the Easter egg hunts, like it does show like there's a there's a huge like I said going back to Star Wars all the time. Mm-hmm. Like there was just so much anger that no one who was doing it understood how the world worked or like how things fit in the world or or how to use proper references so they make sense. But here, like. Uh, the 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 opening theme for Picard is like the thing the the song he learned in that one Inner episode Light. where he's trapped inside that in, uh, one of the Inner best Light episodes for a lifetime. Of, yeah, of any show, yeah. one of the best yeah. episodes. Yeah, ever. They, yeah, in the history of yeah, time. We, yes, we get from there. We get that in the opening theme. That's oh yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's caring. Yeah, uh, yeah. I obviously I disagree with some of the decisions that have been made by the writing team, but. Mm-hmm. It's very clear that they actually care about Star Trek yes, and Picard, yes. and um, that's Absolutely. lovely. Yeah. yeah, more of people working on projects that they love. Um, I prefer writing teams as opposed to individuals, because sometimes with individuals you end up with something that's a little more uh, just like fan fiction-y. 
uh, Star Trek uh, doesn't have that problem right now. I've only had that issue with Star Wars so far. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> great yes. love from the writers Agreed. and uh, it shows. Word. All right, so I guess that's all from us today. Uh, if you're listening, thank you so much. You can find the rest of the episodes at www.therearefohorsts.com. You can probably... Yeah, I totally mispronounced that and changed accents. Was it four horses? <laughs> We're the horses. Uh, all right. Therearefohorsts.com. I can't There talk. are four um, yeah. You can also find us... You can also find us on Twitter <laughs> at four hosts. That's the number four that time. Um, mm. Most of those tweets are Michael. I think uh, some of them are Jay. I haven't. They're all, no, they're all right mine now. right yeah, now. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm responsible for all of them, unfortunately. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I apologize in advance. Nah, the only offensive thing you've ever posted was on uh, Facebook, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> We'll talk about that that's later. That's a whole other podcast. But that's another story. Uh, that's another story. For our, for our listeners, he just made a post that was like, haha, if you don't like Star Trek Picard, you're a jerk. And I was like, how dare you? But uh, I, when, I, when I posted that, I was like, wait, wait to hear from Sabrina in three, two, one, you know. Um, but it was a good fun. Like, um, I, Michael, I, I don't think you would ever be the kind of person to be like, you disagree with my opinion? Well, you're wrong and stupid. Oh, no, so, not at all. Um, I, I'm not offended. It's all in good uh, fun. Even if I said, I'm offended. Yeah. Um, that was early Star Wars discussion. New Star oh, Wars God. Discussion. <laughs> if you want to talk about toxic fandom, we can do it another time. <laughs> all right. So mm-hmm. once again, there are fourhosts.com. You can find us at fourhosts on Twitter. And um, yeah, I'm not sure exactly what the link is, but you can find us on Pop Geeks. Again, that's the one that's going to have the comment section. So if you want to tell us how wrong or how right or how much you disagree or agree with us, do it there. Um, I'm going to lurk in the comments because uh, I can't shut up about Star Trek. <laughs> so I will see you there at the very least. I'm guessing Michael, you'll see Michael there because um, you're so active on the Twitter. I and uh, Jane Keith, I assume? Yep. Yep. I'll also. be up on there. Yeah. I can we'll be there. So um, hit us up there. Right. And uh, thanks, thanks so much everyone. Right. We'll see you next week. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. Well, and keep looking up. That's bad reference. Hey, good night. Bye.